Jesus Christ. How many believe that all things are possible to them that believe? You just have faith in God. Amen. And we are happy this morning. Uh, we had a great time last yesterday uh, with the Tlopest and the Nkosis. And then Tlopest still in KZN, but he's back on Tuesday. Amen. How many are happy for Tlopest? Amen. I think it's good that uh, these young men, they, they respect the message. The best way to respect the message and God's prophet is just to live a holy life. Amen. A, a separated life. Amen. And then without waste of time, let's go to the reading of the words. I'm happy to see Sister Maharet over there. May God richly bless her together with the kids. Amen. Amen. As we go to the book of Ezra. Ezra, Ezra chapter 3. Ezra chapter 3. And then I'll read verse 10 and verse 13. Verse 10 and verse 13. Ezra 3, chapter 3 from verse 10 to verse 13. Ezra chapter 3, verse 10, verse 13. It reads, he found... It reads in this manner. When the builders, I don't know, Sister Malaza, have you got a Zulu Bible there? Yeah. Ooh, let's give it to Ramses. His Zulu Bible is in my car. Amen. My car is not here. Don't worry. The Malaz has been reading this Bible for the past 20 years. It's a real Zulu. <laughs> Amen. You can see if it belongs to a veteran. Amen. 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 Ramzisa, when he interpreted some with it's as if he's inventing them. Amen. It's a deep Zulu. Is it the right one? Yes. Yeah, I knew that it would be the right one. Ezra 3. What is Ezra? Verse chapter 10. Verse 10 to 13. Verse 10 to Peter 13. It reads in this manner, I found. And when the builders laid the foundation of the temple of the Lord, they set the priests in their apparel with trumpets, and the Levites, the sons of Asaph, with cymbals, to praise the Lord after the ordinance of David, king of Israel. 
Lapho abakhi sebebekile isisekelo sethempeli lika Jehova bamisa abapriesti bagqokile benamacilongo kanye namalevi amadodana ka Asafa enama ana masimbali ukuba badumise u Jehova njengohlelo lika David inkosi yakwa Israeli and they sang together by a cause in praising and giving thanks unto the Lord because he is good for his mercy endureth forever towards Israel and all the people shouted with a great shout when they praised the Lord because the foundation of the house of the Lord was laid bapendulana ngokudumisa nangokubonga u Jehovah bathi ngokuba muhle ngokuba umusa wakhe umi phakade phezu kuka Israeli Bonke abantu bakhumuluka ngokukhumuluka ukukhulu ekudumiseni kwabo u Jehova ngokuba isisekelo sendlu ka Jehova sasisibekiwe and many of the priests and levites and chief of the fathers who were ancient men that had seen the first house when the foundation of this house was laid before their eyes wept with a loud voice and many shouted aloud for joy abaningi baba priests namalevi nezinhloko zawoyise abadala abebebonilo indlu yokuqala bakhala ngezwe likhulu ekubukeni ekubekweni kwesisekelo saleyundlu phambi kwamehlo abo abaningi bakhumuluka ngentokozo so that the people could discern the noise of the shout of joy from the noise of the weeping of the people for the people shouted with a loud shout and the noise was heard afar off ngangakuba abantu babenekwa hlukanisa izwi lokukhumuluka kwentokozo nezwi lokukhala kwabantu ngokuba abantu bakhumuluka as we pray most gracious heavenly father this morning as mortals we approach your throne of mercy amen there is no god like you that one will keep on saying it because we believe it dear god amen and this morning we've read a scripture and lord we know that the holy scriptures can only be interpreted by a holy god amen and this morning as i'm standing here on the podium i'm not here to bring my intelligence i'm not here to bring my words i'm here to bring your weight dear god and lord shut my intelligence and lord utilize me this morning as a channel through which you will speak to your people dear god that when they leave this place they should be in a much better Please than the one that they were when they came here above everything we are praying for the spiritual growth Amen. so that we can come into that stature of a perfect man that's why we are here dear god so that the weight can be in us and it must be weighed upon weight dear god and that is why i commit every man and woman in this building to you as much as i commit myself in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 
As you take your seats. Yes, I shall pass. Amen. Amen. Just for a few minutes, we just want to speak on this subject. the the restoration of worship. Amen. The restoration of worship. I don't know whether is it is is my slide visible? Is it visible? Amen. We stop as is this one? Yeah. This is visible. It's not visible. Oh, is is the, is the only one that is not visible. Oh. Yeah. Twenty twenty vision. Which one? This this one. Yeah. This and this one are not clearly. Yeah. The rest are fine. Oh, brothers, I don't know if we can just maybe fix. I don't know whether we'll say the boldness or maybe change the font. Amen. Uh, Or maybe just make it pure white. All right. Brapati knows what to do there. Amen. Amen. Must eat carrots. carrots. Amen. All right. Now uh, uh, we want to speak about restoring the, the order of worship. And then we are just going to take you through some scriptures and some slides. Just to to show what Israel went through. And then what the church is going through. But uh, I think this the season of worship. Amen. There's never been a better time to worship God than in our time. I always say to the people, uh, it, it depends where you are with God. Because when you look at uh, Abraham, uh, when he stood where he stood with Melchizedek, he, he had a better view. And that's why this morning I will say it depends where you stand and who you stand with. But if you are standing at the right place with the right person, it's time to worship. What is happening in the world doesn't discourage me. It confirms what I've always known through the scriptures. Uh, 
It just makes me want to worship God. Now we are going to show you when the Israelites when they were taken into captivity and after they were taken into captivity then the entire Jerusalem was desolate. The temple was destroyed. The walls of the city were destroyed. The order of worship was eradicated. The people that were meant to be victorious, they became victims of the nation. And they were taken back to captivity. The temple, there is nothing as important among the Israelites like the temple. Uh, wherever, uh, that's why uh, since Solomon built the temple and after it was demolished then we see men coming up people like Sirurabel people like Ezra we see people like Nehemiah we see them that they were wanting to rebuild the temple. And later it was rebuilt. And Titus came and demolished it. And today Israel is without a temple. But they are restless as long as they do not have the temple. They are working towards rebuilding the third temple. And when the third temple is rebuilt, it tells you that Israel is ready to worship God. I was just reading to some news that came through in March. Uh, they, they, they have rebuilt the altar. And, and, and you will see when we go through the scriptures why they, build, they rebuilt the altar before they built the temple. There is a significance there. But uh, the, the prophet says, this message that we believe will be taken back to the Jews. And we, you and I, if we are in line with God's will, is coming a day where we shall be no more. We will disappear from the face of the earth. Uh, we, I don't need science to prove it. Because Enoch never needed science. But there is a coming a day where we will not be no more. I don't know whether how many are still expecting the rapture. Uh, uh, the world doesn't have any future. Everything is crumbling. But while everything is crumbling, God's kingdom is being established. Hallelujah. Now, we just read a beautiful scripture here in the book of Ezra. Or before I go there, I want you to show you how important the temple was. Why the Israelites couldn't do without the temple. And follow me when I speak about the temple. When I speak about the temple, you know that that temple 
was a type of the body of Jesus. That's why later he said, destroy this temple. I'll rise it within three days. And thereafter, the temple today, it types the body of Christ, not the body that you see here, but the universal body of Christ. So you are the temple of God. And I will show you all those things. Now, I want to show you why was it important. Why they couldn't do without the temple. And for us to understand how important it was, we need to go to the first man that built that which was Solomon. And after, because David wanted to build the temple, and God said, you can't do it. Your hands are full of blood. But your son will build a temple. And we know Solomon came and they started building the temple. And here's something beautiful. When they build the temple, the stones that were used to build the temple were, were, were received from different places. But as they were building, those stones, they dovetailed. It, it types you this morning. You come wherever you come. I come wherever I come. But when we came together, we just dovetailed because God is building another temple. But let's Let's check how Solomon did it. Let's go to this scripture. First uh, Kings chapter 8. From verse 22. Let's understand the importance and we'll get it from Solomon's prayer. First Kings chapter 8 verse 22 it reads in this manner. Eight, verse 22. It says, And Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the congregation of Israel and spread forth his hands towards heaven. Solomon, where Mapambi, where Altar Liga Jehovah, Ibuswe Nibano, Lonke Ibanta, Lawa Israel, Welula, Isanda Zake, Nasazuluin. And he said, The Lord God of Israel, there is no God like thee in heaven above or on earth beneath, who keepest the covenant and mercy with thy servants that walk before thee with all their hearts. What is Jehovah Gulungulu Israeli? Agako Ungulungulu Onjengawe, Pezu, Ezuluini, Nasimtabini Pansi, O Trinasi Vumeluan and Musa, Nezingu, Zako, Ezi Hamba Pambi Guako, Nayo Yonke in Tizioyaz. Who has kept with thy servant David, my father, that thou promised him, thou speakest also with thy mouth, and has fulfilled it with thine hand, as it is this day? Amen. 
And then maybe let's, let's jump to verse 28. Or verse 27. Or verse 27. But will God indeed dwell on the earth? Behold, the heaven and heavens of heavens cannot contain thee. How much less this house that I have built it. Yet have thou have thou respect unto the prayer of thy servant and to his supplication, O Lord my God, to hearken unto the cry and to the prayer which thy servant prayeth before thee today. Maubere umkulero wenguyako, no sagwayo. Jehovah Kulunguluami, Uzwe Ukala, Nogukulega, Inreguyako, Egukulega, Yopambi, Guako, Namush. This was during the dedication of the temple. Let's continue. That thine eyes may be open towards this house night and day, even towards the place of which thou hast said, My name shall be there, that thou mayest hearken unto the prayer which thy servant shall make towards this place. Okoba amesho ako avulege lendu ubusuru nemini. Indawo owati ngayo ikamalami liya guba konda lapo. Uze ulalele umkulego ingegu yako eya kulega ipegene nalendawo. And heken thou to the supplication of thy servant and of thy people Israel when they shall towards this place and hear thou in heaven thy dwelling place when thou hearest forgive. Kulalele ukunusa kwingqiku yakho nokwabantu bakho uIsraeli abaya kukhuleka bebhekene nalendawo ukuzwe usendaweni yakho yokuhlala ezulwini nalapho usuzwile uthethelele If any man trespass against his neighbor an oath be laid upon him to cause him to swear and the oath come before thine altar in this house Uma umuntu ona umakhelwane wakhe athwesa then then hear thou in heaven and do and judge thy servants, condemning the wicked to bring him upon his head and justifying the righteous to give him according to his righteousness. Ubege in Lebeyako, Pezu, Gokanda, Lake, Utetelele, Olungileo, Umnige, Jongulungawai. When thy people Israel be smitten down before the enemy, because they have sinned against thee and shall turn again to thee and confess thy name and pray, make supplication unto thee in this house. Lapo Abantu Bawa Israeli, Bengotua Isita. Gogoba bonile kuwe. Kepa bese bebu ya bepinde kuwe. Ba, balivume ika malako. Bakulege banguse kuwe kulenu. Then hear thou in heaven and forgive the sin of thy people Israel and bring them again unto the land which thou gavest unto their fathers. Mawuzo wena ezulwini utetelele isono sabantu bako Israeli. When heaven is shut up and there is no rain because they have sinned against thee, if they pray towards this place and confess thy name 
and turn from their sin which thou afflictest them. Lapo izulu. Then hear thou in heaven and forgive the sin of thy servants and of thy people Israel, that thou teach them the good way wherein they should walk and give rain upon thy land which thou hast given to thy people for an inheritance. If there be in the land famine, if there be pestilence, blasting mildew, locusts, and if there be caterpillar, if thy enemy besiege them in the land of their cities, Whosoever plague, whatsoever plague, whatsoever they be sickness, what prayer and supplication whosoever may be made by any man or by all thy people Israel, we shall know every man the plague of his own heart and spread forth his hands towards this house. Then hear thou in heaven thy dwelling place and forgive and do and give to every man according to his ways whose heart Thou knowest, for thou, even thou only, knowest the hearts of all the children of men. Amen. So, you, you, through this prayer, you find out how important the temple was. Actually, the prophet says, when, when Jonah was swallowed by the fish, and he was in the, in the depth of the sea, the prophet says, Jonah, while he was in the belly of the fish, in the depth of the sea, he remembered the prayer of Solomon. And in the belly of the fish, he turned towards the direction of the temple. And God was able to hear his servant in the belly of the fish in the depth of the sea. And every time when the Israelites were planning to rebuild the temple, the enemies did not like it. Because they knew that when they rebuilt the the temple, God will come and dwell among his people. And, and we'll read you where, 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 when they were rebuilt. I'll, I'll show you something there. But, but what I like in the book of Ezra, or before I come there, we know that you had a united kingdom which was under Saul, David, and Solomon. And the spirit of Solomon Solomon, it was a, a peaceful period. The brother Brenham said it typed the millennium. It was not during the time of David. It was the time of war. But during the time of Solomon, it was a time of relaxation. That's why they could, they could build the temple. But we see them moving into a divided kingdom. And we see Israel being split between the north and the south. And the, the Israel on the northern side 
Israel It was called Israel. And then on the southern side it was Judah. If you remember you had King Ahab and you had King Jehoshaphat and both they were saying they are from Israel. One was leading Judah and another one was leading Israel. Because now it was divided. And during their division God took him into captivity. When he spoke through the words of Jeremiah that they will be in captivity for 70 years. And when they were taken into captivity they were taken into Babylon. A nation that used to worship God was now without the temple. Was now without the altar. Was now without the Levitical priesthood. Can you imagine for 70 years without the message of the hour? Imagine if you were not to worship for 70 years. Now they were there in captivity for 70 years. And when they were there, then we find that Daniel, he was reading the books of Jeremiah. He was reading the spoken word of Isaiah. And he saw that the time is coming that we need to go back to the promised land. For after 70 years, without church service, without anything, then we see the, the God's people, the first people that left, they left through Esther, but they left the first wave. Amen. The first wave. They left through Surabhabel. And the second one, it was Ezra. And it was Nehemiah. The book of Ezra, it was written to the people that refused to leave. Always when you read these books, you need to read the book of Esther, the book of Ezra, Nehemiah, in parallel to Haggai, now there are kings there that were responsible and I want to speak about this king Cyrus. The king Cyrus, when Jeremiah saw that they were going to go into captivity, this was many years before that king was born. And that king was not a believer. But that king was anointed to carry out God's plan. And let's just read this scripture here. Amen. I think it's Isaiah 45. From verse 1. Isaiah 45, verse 1. Let's read about this king before he was born. Isaiah 45, verse 1. It says, Thou says the Lord God to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I have holden, 
to subdue nations before him, and I will lose the loins of kings to open before him the two lived gates, and the gates shall not be shut. Ushoranje Jehova kutu chiweyo wake kukoresi. Osanda saa kese unene gisibambile okoba. Gitule izizwe pambi kwake. Gitukulule izinkalo zamakosi. Givule iminyango pambi kwake. Amasango angabi asavale. I will go before thee and make the crooked places straight. I will break in pieces the gates of brass and cut sunder the bars of iron. And I will give thee the treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places that thou mayest know that I, the Lord, which shall call thee by thy name, and the God of Israel. And for Jacob, my servant's sake, and Israel, mine, mine elect, I have even called thee by thy name. I have seen named thee, thou, 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 thou hast not known me. Ngen na yengwe guyamu chakobe, u Israel oketuwe yowami, gugu bezile nge kamalako, gugu negile e kamalotumo, unaga ngazi. I'm the Lord and there is none else, there is no God beside me, I give it thee, thou, thou hast not known me. Me nangu Jehovah, akako omunye, and my question would be my question would be if 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 the king was an unbeliever but God knew about him and even say named him for his plan how much more about you this morning? God knew you. He knew your location. He knew where you were going to be born. He knew everything about you. And he made plans for you. This, this was years before the king was born. And let's check when he was born. Ezra 1. From verse 1. Now in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the Lord, the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, that he, he, he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom and put it also in writing. Saying, Jeremiah spoke about it. Now it is fulfilled. Thou see, Sarah's king of Persia, the Lord God of heaven, 
hath given me all the kingdoms of the earth. He hath charged me to build a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Ushoka njena ukoresi inkosi aseperesia uti. Uti Yehova ungulungulu wezulu unginigile yonke imibuso yomshaba. Ungiyalile ukumakela indlo e Jerusalem na ugachuta. God will even turn the hearts of Pharaoh. Ungulungulu za upendula nentis yozofa. God's program will never be defeated. Ushelena ungulungulu ngeve na ngon. He is an unbelieving king. Na inkosi ngakoso. He is making a proclamation. Wenza isimemezo. That the temple must be built. Uti tembeli wangmele lakini. Jeremiah spoken. Now it was time for the word to be fulfilled. Now he says, Who's there among you of all his people? His God be with him and let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and build the house of the Lord God of Israel. He is the God which is in Jerusalem. Akupugele e Jerusalema na kwa chuta. Ake indlu ka Jehova unkulungulu ka Israeli. Yena unkulungulu wa se Jerusalema. Whosoever remaineth in any place where he sojourneth, let the men of his place help him with silver and with gold and with goods and with beasts beside the free will offering for the house of God that is in Jerusalem. Bonka abaseleyo naguzipi izindawo. Lapo beko kobele kona mabaziswe Nabantu bendao yabo ngesiliva nange kulite nange mbasha nange zinkomo kanye nomnikelo wesihle wendlu kaNkulunkulu e Jerusalem Then rose up the chief of the fathers of Judah and Benjamin and the priests and the Levites with all of them whose spirit God had raised to go up to build the house of the Lord which is in Jerusalem Kwase kusuka izinhloko zawoyise bakwa Juda no Benjamin nabapriesti namalevi bonke abo abo moya wabo uNkulunkulu wayevusile ukuba bakhuphuke bakhe indlo ka Jehova e Jerusalem Verse 7 also says the king brought forth the vessels of the house of the Lord which Nebuchadnezzar had brought forth out of Jerusalem and had put them in the house of his gods. Ukoresi inkosi wakhipha izinto zendlu ka Jehova uNebuchadnezzarri ayezikhiphile e Jerusalem wazibeka endlini yawuNkulunkulu wakhe. Now there was an exodus from Babylon. Manje waba khona ukumuka sikwele Babylon. 60,000 men left. Amadoda u 60,000 wasuka. They went back to Jerusalem. Babuyela e Jerusalem. When they got to Jerusalem. Uma bafika Jerusalem. Jerusalem was desolate. E Jerusalem wakuyihlane. The altar was not there. The temple was not there. The wall of the city was not there. Now when they were there, he was now purposed in his heart. Now we are a nation that worships God. The order of worship must be restored. The temple must be rebuilt. The altar must be rebuilt. The wall must be rebuilt. But before they could build the temple, they built the altar. Why did they build the altar? They knew that when they build the altar, worship will start immediately. I hope somebody can understand something. Your body is a temple. Your heart is an altar. If you can fix your heart, then your entire temple will 
come together. Now we see them there and they were besieged by different nations. They were surrounded by different nations that they were fearful of. But they knew one thing. If we restore the order of worship, then God will come and intervene. If we are worshiping, no demon shall stand before us. No nation shall stand before us. Now they started rebuilding the altar. The Bible says they came in such one accord as, as if it was one man. Thousands upon thousands. They were committed to one purpose with the singleness of heart. So as one body. So the, the, the leg will never dispute what the hand does. The head will never dispute what the legs were doing. It was the uni- like the unity of the body. Then I said to God, I said, God, I thank you. Such unity will come again in the bride. Where the bride will operate as one body. If it is the leg, it will be in agreement with the head. It will be in agreement with the head. Then they made that with a singleness of heart. But first, before they did, they had to identify the spot where they had to rebuild the foundation. Brother Abraham says it was at the same spot where Abraham almost offered Isaac as a sacrifice. It was at the same spot where Solomon built the foundation. And when they had re-established the foundation, when the people looked at that, the Bible said the ancient men that saw the first house when they saw the foundation then they cried out why did they cry because it was exactly like the first one and today I want to say the message that we preach must be exactly like the way the foundation was laid who laid the foundation it was Paul that laid the foundation. And Brother when he came in the end time to re-establish the order of worship, he says, I preach exactly like Paul. Because why Paul laid the foundation and everyone that comes must follow from that pattern. I hope the church is not looking for a new message. But the church is looking for an old message. Message that was tested. Now they began to rebuild. But when they started to rebuild, now we'll find out the enemies. They heard about it. Now the king Cyrus was no longer there. There was another king called Dairas that came into the picture. Now the enemies wrote to him. They said, we see Israel is busy rebuilding the temple. They are busy rebuilding the 
rebuilding the wall so that they should no longer be under your control. And now the king issued a declaration that they must stop. But I want to say nothing will stop God's progress. After he issued a declaration then they came again and they wrote it to the king and now he gave another declaration that the temple must be rebuilt. Let's read something here. Ezra chapter 4 verse 3. From verse 1. It says, and when the seventh month was come, the children of Israel were in the cities and the people gathered themselves together as one man to Jerusalem. And Let me read a quotation of the prophet. Hallelujah. But uh, bear in mind about uh, that seventh. Amen. Don't, don't lose it. Just looking for a quote here to read it for you. If I don't find, I'll skip it. Amen. And if I don't find it, I'll just quote it from my heart. But it's in the message. Yeah, the Revelation chapter 5. In the Revelation chapter 5. The prophet says, Now, this is the time when everything must worship. Now, remember how appropriate. Don't let us miss this now. When all the mysteries of the church ages were finished, when all the mysteries of the plans of redemption, the seven seals were open, right immediately after this now, look, it's time for everything in heaven and everything on earth to worship God. In the book of Ezra it says, when the seventh month had come, now the whole Israel gathered as like one man unto Jerusalem. And we find that they started worshipping. The prophet says now, after the seven church ages, after all the mysteries of the plans of redemption were revealed, right immediately after this everything in heaven and everything on earth it must worship God 
But you can never worship God unless the altar is right. I hope you get what I mean. And once the altar is right, you you need to check what is on your heart. Today, my brother, it's not just about coming to church. It's not about paying tithes. It's not about paying offering. But the altar must be right. The heart must be right with God. And when the heart is right with God, then you know that in the temple, then worship will begin. And unless the altar is right, God will never accept the sacrifice that is on the altar. People, they think they can approach God in any way that they want. If the heart is not right, God will never accept your worship. But when the heart is right, when the heart is regenerated, then God is ready to accept what is on your altar. Now, after 70 years, when they had no church service, after seven years, when there is no gathering, then God anointed the king and said, now it is the time for them to go back to their home. And I want to say, what is happening around the world, God is anointing ungodly men to create a discomfort in the bride so there should be a regathering of God's subject. When the economy collapsed, the global economy, it was not a mistake. God wants the economy to collapse. When the nations are collapsing, it's not a mistake. God wants them to collapse. When the churches collapse, God wants them to collapse. Because he's raising up a new order. He's raising a new army that will worship the almighty God. The bride is going into the rapture. The bride is going into the rapture. Whether they like it or not, God will create the condition that will make your heart to hunger. And say, God, I want to go out this you remember Herod when it was the time where the, the scripture spoken that Messiah shall be born in Bethlehem and Mary was not in Bethlehem but God anointed Herod and they sent every man back to their province so that the census can take place the census can take place but we know that the purpose was not the center. The scripture was moving Herod to make a proclamation. Made pregnant. She climbed on a horse. And they moved from there. They moved back to Bethlehem. Because why? Jesus was, Christ was supposed to be born in Bethlehem. I want to assure the child. Yes, but that's Believe it. It shall be like that. You know what I'm seizing. Amen.
We are downtown California. What is downtown California? He says I want to know exactly where you are. What is the reason behind you and Philip Paul looks. He sees the name on the building. He says to the prophet. I see the name of this building. He mentioned the name. He said Billy Paul. Now says the Lord. I'm a sharks. will swim through the building. As of, as of, they will swim team. into the end through the entrance of that building. As of, Look what happened. Another man, daughter, he wins a tender. And then just recently, he want, they wanted to demolish that building so that they can build a mall. But what did the prophet say? The sharks will swim through the entrance of that building. Those men were already everything was signed, approved. And the building was supposed to be demolished. They just rose a small group and say no way that is a heritage building it must not be demolished they went to, to court and they won the court case but the building must not be touched it was not that group it was not that judge it was the prophet that spoke and as long as he spoke it, that building was not going anywhere. I have confidence in this prophet. And if he says, there shall be a bride, can you doubt it? You need to believe him. You need to start rejoicing and say, I'm one of them. I'm going into the rapture. After 70 years, there was no worship. And now they moved. Now we know that Sirurabel is the one that rebuilt the foundation of the temple. We know that he is the one that reordered the, 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 the rebuilt the altar. Now the temple was there. The altar was there. But the order of worship was not there. Because it's not just about the temple. It's not just about the altar. The order of worship must follow. Now we see Ezra rising up. He looked at the Israelites. He, he looked at what was happening then. There was intermarriages between the Israelites. Uh, 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 and together with other nations. He looked at around. The temple was there. The altar was there. But when he looked at the conduct, he realized that it was not in line with the worship that was expected. Yes, they had come back from Babylon. Yes, they had built the altar. Yes, they had built the temple. But the order of worship was not there. And brother 
Branham said, then Ezra as a prophet, Ezra, prophet. then he started blushing as a prophet and prophet. that's not how things should be like. The prophet says Ezra, he was a scribe of Moses. He knew the laws of Moses. He knew what needed to happen. But when he looked at the order, he realized that the order was not there. My brothers, my sisters, we can have the books of the prophet. We can have messages. As long as the order of worship is not there, God will not be pleased. And what is the order of worship? This nation must look peculiar. This nation must be different from other nations. And I want to say behind this pulpit message people must come back to where Brother Branham said we must be. You may say Brother Madibo, what do you mean? The brother was telling me he's a teacher in a certain village. He saw the message and said to his wife we want to go and worship there. They came there they were baptized and after they were baptized they went for a few months then the husband said no 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 no." the the things that these people are doing is not the things that this white man spoke that's an unbeliever what, what did he discover backbiting church politics and this, this unbeliever he looked and said but I thought there is love here and he stopped going to church and he's staying at home say I will listen to the tapes of this white man but I will not come to your church as much as you claim to follow him what he sees here I do not see it among you then I say God restore us back to the order what is that order the only thing that differentiated message believers from the rest of the religious community it was the divine love that was in the camp believers fell for one another believers were united but today what is happening that believer can gossip about another believer to another unbeliever it is a shame let us come back to the order let us come back where the love of God can be in our heart I was counseling a young girl that, that, that committed a mistake and he says oh pastor I never thought the church would treat me like that the demands that were passed on me they, they really destroyed me and I said that is not how brother Branham wanted things to be like brother Branham said we need to pursue our brother to the uttermost and as a pastor I want to say something 
this church it is a workshop of human beings this is where we fix human beings but here is a problem when, when you are in the scrapyard you know scrapyard is full of cars they come every day even your most beautiful car you find it there every new car there is a part for it at the scrapyard when the car comes into the scrapyard and it is being fixed and after it is fixed and it parts there I have never seen a car looking at other cars they say hey but we no scrap you are a scrap no say it just appreciates that me am sorted I want to say to you believers when you come to church and God revelates you and moves you from this place to that place and moves you from that place to that place Never look down on the people that are still coming. Because not long ago, you walked through that door and you looked exactly like them. You didn't know where Genesis was. You didn't know where Ezra was. And somebody was patient and said, let's allow this person to grow. And if we allow you to grow, allow everybody to grow. Amen. 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 I hope you are together. Now Ezra looked. Ezra wa The prophet said. Prophet Then he, he blushed. Folks. Me, I say things direct. Amen. I say things direct. You need water from this. Alright. I say things direct. It used to be foreign. For message couple to divorce. They're separating today. Is it because the message is no longer powerful? It's because there is no order of worship. The altars are not right. The altars are broken. Today, you know, one pastor, he looked at the church and he saw that the church was getting cold. And he said, but what is wrong? Then he said to the church, in the next coming six months, I will visit every family. And I will be part of their family prayers. You tell me the time. Then I will be there as a pastor to hold family prayers. He moved from one family for the six months. All of a sudden, 
the church was now ablaze with fire. What happened is because family altars were broken. Today, the reason things are the way they are, family altars are broken. I can go around the room and say, when was the last time where you and your family sat around the table read a scripture and worshipped when was the last time and if it is not that like that why do you think the devil do you think the devil will not attack you the devil is not on tea time he's fighting and if you go on tea time he doesn't go on tea time he knows that his days are numbered he's attacking families hallelujah there's tensions in families because family altars are not there but what happened? What, what, what did the prophet teach us? He said, I used to go to a family. And when I went there, then I will go and I will know and there will not be a response. And I will look through the window and I will see mother and daddy. And the children will be around the table. They will be kneeling down and they will pray, be praying with the Bible open. Bible fully. He said, even myself, I will kneel down on the doorstep and join them with prayer. Is it happening today? We need to restore it back to any man that can tell you you can face the devil without a prayerful life. You are committing spiritual suicide. Prayer is the most powerful thing that has ever given to the human race. Brother Premis, it says it's even more powerful than atomic bomb. And God gave it back to you. Prayer is not about going to God and rambling before God. Prayer is you going to God and God coming down to you. Amen. And if you don't do that, you're driving on a very dangerous road without a safety belt. Amen. Amen. If the temper could have been rebuilt and the altar could have been rebuilt. But without the order of worship, then it was a religion. It even takes them far away from God. Let's read in this court the, me- the message of grace. The message of grace. Paragraph 4 8. It says, We are all acquainted with this scripture that reads the Bible. We know that this was during the time of the preparation of the restoration of the temple. 
Sururabel was a great prince among the people who had laid the foundation of the building. He says, now I want you to put on your spiritual thinking and your anointing jacket this morning as we think. And this great prince had determined to rebuild the house of the Lord. Then when he did, then he laid the foundation stone. Hallelujah. Because he was anointed by God to do that. Hallelujah. Now, the prophet said, there will be an invisible union of the bride. The bride will be united in such unity. And the devil, he hates the unity. Because unity, the first time when they united in, on the day of Pentecost, the mighty wind came rushing down. The prophet says this statement. He says if there could be ten people that are so united with his weight, the rapture will take place. Now, if that unity is important, don't you think that the devil will be the very thing that he attacks? Because he knows that if we are divided, it's easy for him to take us into different types of captivities. But a church that is united, I tell you, the devil will never stand before it. And now Ezra, Ezra, I want to read a quotation here about Ezra. Ezra. Do you love this prophet? Now he says, in the days of Ezra, it is in the message, the blushing prophet. It says, in the days of Ezra, when Ezra began to weep and to call out and to rebuke the sin, you know what? And rebuked sin. You know what happened? All the elect that trusted God gathered around him. What we need today is men and women. Your preachers would preach in your churches and call sin and rebuke it. Then the real people of God would gather right up around you. They would gather right up around you and stay with you. It's time to call out and say which is which. 
Isikhatho ukuthi sikubize ngokusobana ukuthi lokhu kuyilokhu. Separate right from wrong. Sihlukanise ukulungileyo nongalunganga. God granted to us that we will have the courage to do it. As God grant us the courage. To call sin sin. God give us the courage. She restore the altars in our hearts. God give us the courage. She restore the altars in our families. God give us the courage. She restore the family prayer. God give us the courage. To approach you with sincerity. How many agree with that? How many are willing to reestablish the altars in their homes? And you'll see that love will come back. You'll see that sweetness will come back. And the whole family will be in a jubilant mood. May God richly bless you. Let's stand to our feet. Just give us a worshiping song. I say yes, Lord. I say yes to
for the day that you have given us, Lord. Yes. Indeed, Heavenly Father, it's a victorious to be in your house, Heavenly Father. We have fight all the spirits, Heavenly Father, that didn't want us to be here, Heavenly Father. That's why we say, Heavenly Father, to be here, Heavenly Father. We know, Heavenly Father, this is where our riches are, Heavenly Father. This is where our blessings are, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, all our answers of life are here, Heavenly Father. That's why we say, Heavenly Father, even this word today, Heavenly Father, it is restoration, Heavenly Father, to put us back, Heavenly Father, to our basics, Heavenly Father, to obey, Heavenly Father, and observe, Heavenly Father, those altars at home, Heavenly Father, even the church, Heavenly Father. That's why, Heavenly Father, we say, Heavenly Father, teaching us, Heavenly Father, to have that love for one another. This is the greatest commandment that you have given us, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, to look for others, not to look for ourselves, Heavenly Father. Mm. To deny ourselves, Heavenly Father. That's why, Heavenly Father, we say thank you very much, Heavenly Father, for this message that you have brought. Heavenly Father, you have also indeed today used our pastor, Heavenly Father. Mm. Heavenly Father, we know he's having sleepless nights, Mm. Heavenly Father, Mm. to try to give this bright, Heavenly Father, that fresh manna from heaven, Heavenly Father. That's why he's saying it's not an easy road, Heavenly Father. Mm. Continue, Heavenly Father, to bless him, Heavenly Father. Restore power, Heavenly Father, in him. Bless him and his family, Heavenly Father. The more they are blessed, Heavenly Father, the more they are in the position we know, Heavenly Father, as the bright Heavenly Father, we are also going to be, Heavenly Father, in our right positions, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, hear your men and daughters, Heavenly Father. You know their needs, Heavenly Father. By just being here, Heavenly Father, the word preached, you have already given them the answers, Heavenly Father. You have already given them the solutions. Heavenly Father, it's just for them to go, Heavenly Father, profess it with their mouth, to say, Heavenly Father, God has answered me, Heavenly Father. That's why we say the devil is a liar. Heavenly Father, he doesn't have any Heavenly Father, a place in our homes, Heavenly Father, even in this church, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we say all spirits, Heavenly Father, that are not belonging to this church, Heavenly Father, evil Heavenly Father, the ones, Heavenly Father, that 
We chase them away, Heavenly Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, yes. Heavenly Father. Let only be you, Heavenly Father, that will reign, Heavenly Father, that will lead this church, Heavenly Father. We pray, Heavenly Father, as we commit everything to you, Heavenly Father. We say, as we are going to depart, Heavenly Father, also be with us, Heavenly Father. We seek, Heavenly Father, those traveling mercy, Heavenly Father. Bless our, house, bless our houses, Heavenly Father, as we commit everything in you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Uh, let's just say, sing a song. Moga mediware na otsevasere sitloka.
him higher, we lift him higher. Six o'clock. 
May God richly bless you. Go and rest, establish those family altars. Amen. A family that prays together stays together. Pray for us as we pray for you. Amen. It's a secret. Amen. No weapon formed against me shall prosper. A secret And he spoke it in his way. 